0: Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the Essential Astrology Lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hi, I'm back. It's Veronica Peretti here, astrologer, yoga teacher, Real Housewives enthusiast. I am so excited to chat with you this week because we're finally getting a little fire. We've had a lot of earth, we've had a lot of water, and I feel like I've been saying that for a year. I know that sounds crazy, but it really feels like I keep saying that. So... I'm really excited that uh, we've got some fire happening this week. So before I dive into the astrology for the week, I want to actually address a common question that I get because it's going to come up today. So if you were, let's say, having a baby today and the baby was born before, um, I believe it's about 11 something PM tonight on the East Coast then your baby would have a son in cancer. And if your baby was born after that time that, Leo go, that the sun goes into Leo, and it's about sometime after 11 p.m. tonight, East Coast, Eastern Standard Time, then your baby would um, have a son in Leo. Now, a lot of people ask me all the time about how they are, about their cusp. So they say, oh, I'm a cusp. I'm, very, I'm a cusp person. I'm on the cusp. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a cancer, um, I'm, a, I'm a very Leo cancer, or am a very cancer Leo. Now, you're not on the cusp in terms of your sun sign. The deal is that when we are born, we obviously, our sun sign lands in one sign or the sun lands in one sign or the other. It's very clear, even if it's a zero degrees or if it's a 29 degrees, it's still clear which sun sign you are. Now, what is really interesting is that I'm going to find exactly the time it goes into Leo for you now, because I'm just obsessed with finding exactly what it is. Um, Okay, so the sun is going into Leo tonight, Eastern Standard Time. It's Monday while I'm recording this, July 22nd, and it's going to be 10.50 p.m. So if, for example, you had a baby that was born today, at 9 or at, sorry, 1049 PM, that baby would be a son in cancer. And if your baby was born after 1050 PM or at 1050 PM Eastern Standard Time, that baby would have a son in Leo. Now, what makes someone like someone born today, they might say I'm such a cuspy person. I'm a Leo but I've but I'm so Cancer or am I a Cancer or am I a Leo? Now, the person born today would be a very Cancer Leo because two of their personal planets, uh Mercury and Venus would be in Cancer. And so that's why a lot of people get confused with this whole cusp situation because they think, "Oh, I embody so many qualities of a Cancer even though my son is in Leo." And that Is true, but that's because we have planets and other signs, and Mercury and Venus, um, especially Mercury, uh, they travel fairly close to the Sun, so they are very close to Earth, so they are our personal planets, and they really, really. have a lot to say about who we are from the personality perspective because mercury is how we communicate it's how our mind organizes information um venus is what we value in relationship and um how we love and how we want to be loved um so when I look at someone and they say, or when I'm looking at someone's chart and they say, oh, I'm I'm a cusp person. I'm a Leo, but I have so much cancer. I'm really, I really think I'm a cancer. It's probably because like, like a person who's potentially born tonight, um, that person has a lot of personal planets in cancer and that is infusing their personality with a lot of those cancerian traits. Mercury is always either the same sign as your sun sign or one sign before or one sign after. So this is why people often think that they are um, cuspy. That is the cuspy is the the term I hear a lot of. So I just wanted to, to um, clear that up for you guys before I get into the astrology of the week because I was thinking about it today. Um, it is confusing because the sun moves... Um, into a new sign and it's never exactly the same time. Um, Sometimes it can shift you know, maybe it's the 21st, maybe it's the 22nd. So um, if this is another reason amongst the many that it's really important to get your birth chart done. You can you can look up your birth chart for free online at astro.com, or you can just reach out to an astrologer like myself and um, have your, your birth chart interpreted, which is really the best way to do it so that you can have some of this information for yourself. Um, okay. So Uh, little tutorial session done. We're going to hop into the astrology of the week, which I'm super excited about because I am an Aries and I need some fire right now. Okay. So today, as I just mentioned, um, we've got the sun uh, at 29 degrees Cancer preparing to go into Leo. That is going to happen tonight as I just looked up for you at 10.50 PM Eastern time. Um, Mercury is conjunct the sun and Mercury is moving backwards cause it's still in, it's still on its retrograde path. So it's going deeper into cancer as the sun moves forward. Um, interestingly enough, Venus and Mercury are going to meet up again this week. And the thing with Venus and Mercury, they're kind of in this dance in, in cancer, you know, they are past the place of Pluto and Saturn in the South Node. So, a lot of the releasing that was done previously in the past month or even more, you know, as the planets were talking to Saturn, Pluto, and the South Node in, Cam- in Capricorn. That was a big part of the eclipse. Those, those planets in Capricorn had a lot to do with whatever we were releasing, the structures, the foundations, um, the things that support us, the people that support us, perhaps the job that has support us you know, we're letting go of those things, depending on where Capricorn lands in your chart. If Capricorn lands in their 10th house of career and reputation, maybe your job changed. If Capricorn lands in um, your fourth house of home, maybe maybe your actual home changed. If Cancer lands in your seventh house, maybe you are releasing a relationship. So it depends on where it lands for you and your particular birth chart. But whatever you've been releasing you kind of know what that is now. You kind of know what the story is. you got most of the big pieces of that plot. And now it's about taking all of that information and starting to take action. Now, mind you, Mercury is retrograde. So it's not um, pedal to the metal 150 miles per hour action. It's like you don't want to slam the gas pedal of the car to the floor. You want to start to push the car forward softly. And so today is the beginning of that leaning into the gas pedal. We're leaning into the gas pedal. We're starting to pick up some speed forward. Um, Sun and Leo is sort of like a nudge, like, yeah, it's time to get back out into the world. It's, you know, cancer season is about being turning inward and, um, you know, coming in touch with your vulnerability and maybe even protecting yourself so you don't, um, you don't feel, uh, exposed. And now Leo is like, okay, I did that work. I, I took care of myself. I sat back. I let myself um, maybe binge watch TV and eat too much. Or maybe you delved into your yoga meditation practice, or maybe you've been spending lots of time at the gym or and whatever it is for you that was self-care this past month. And now it's like, oh, now I'm back to myself. I feel, I feel filled up and now I can get back out into the world and be on that stage and be the signing sh- the the shining sun. So the sun rules Leo. It is the only sign that is ruled by the sun. It likes to shine. It likes to get up on stage. Now you might not have a lot of Leo in your chart, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't embrace the Leo aspects of yourself because we all have all the signs in our chart. So Embracing the leo parts of yourself means allowing yourself to be seen, allowing yourself to uh, be on stage and have people um, shower you with compliments and Um, be brave and move from your heart and allow your heart's desire to lead the way. And don't necessarily be so concerned with the practical because the practical is all that Saturn and Capricorn. And we're done with that. You know, that was eclipse season. we 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 spent a lot of time there. So now it's about really going after your heart's desire and allowing yourself to feel good and be brave and be bold and um, step into the, the spotlight. So Those are the Leo themes that are going to start to percolate this week. The other thing that's really interesting is that the universe has the finger of God pointing at Mars this week. It starts on Thursday and it's actually going to go through August 5th. So I don't often talk about the transiting yachts because they're usually quite short, but this one is quite long. So um, some people have a yacht in their chart. I have one and it's basically um, the finger of God pointing at a planet and saying, if you look to that planet and do the work of that planet, then you will be following your destiny. So if you have a YOD in your birth chart, that's what it's telling you. That's the abbreviated version of it. So this week, we have the beginning of a YOD that's gonna stay with us through August 5th, and the YOD is pointing at Mars. And so when I look at that YOD, it's Saturn and the South Node in Capricorn, Neptune in Pisces, and it's pointing at Mars in Leo, which basically means this is the time to take action. Mars and Leo, it wants to, it's Mars loves to take action. Mars is, um, you know, a cardinal sign. It's the cardinal sign. It's the beginning of the cardinal signs. It's the leader of the zodiac. It's the first sign. Um, Mars wants rather it rules Aries, which is the first sign and a cardinal sign. Um, Mars and Leo is very focused because Leo is a fixed sign. So Mars is like, get up, get after it, um, be consistent, um, show up uh, you know, really, um, be stubborn in moving toward whatever it is you want. Don't let your focus be taken away. Don't allow yourself to be distracted. You know, really be. I've been working so much with the word focus this year, and Mars and Leo to me is like the essence of focus. It's drive and ambition and determination, and a very focused, steady sign that is also fiery. So, from an elemental perspective, it meets Mars, you know, because Mars is a planet, it's a fiery planet, it rules Aries, and Leo is a fiery sign. It's ruled by the sun, which is a big ball of fire in the sky. So, when we're looking at this, it's really saying to me that this is the time to start taking action. And I know that it's a little uncomfortable to take action because so many of us are being like, our heads are being drilled with the mercury retrograde. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't sign contracts. Don't whatever. Listen, do what you got to do. The other thing about mercury retrograde is like, I'm not, I don't think you should not do things. I think you should just double check your work. I also think that with mercury retrograde, Yeah. If you can avoid signing contracts, if you can avoid buying plane tickets, great. And if you can't avoid those things, just double check your work. Don't become a stress ball over it. You know, it's really don't let the astrology scare you. I say this all the time. Allow the astrology to be a tool that helps you tap into your intuition. Don't let the astrology be just another thing that makes you scared. Um, we want the astrology to help you move your life forward. We don't necessarily don't want the astrology to be something that holds you back. So, with Mercury retrograde here, you know, I think Mercury retrograde is a great um, safety on all of this action-taking Mars energy. The Mercury retrograde is being is telling us like, okay, push the pedal gently. Don't don't rush into anything. Keep double checking your work. But let's start to pick up a little momentum. All right. So that's really, um, what I'm thinking is the message for the week, which is start to take action, be bold, move from your heart's desire. Um, you know, the Yod pointing at Mars is obviously the most important part, but Saturn and the South node and Neptune being the other pieces of the Yod are really important because Saturn is your hard work. The South node is where you're coming from. Okay. It's, your, it's, it's what you've already completed. It's what you've already mastered. And then Neptune is your intuition and your dreams. So this is telling me that you've done the work. You released in the eclipse season. You know, we're still in eclipse season, but the two eclipses helped you release a lot of the stuff that was holding you back. You're rebuilding those structures. Saturn is helping you rebuilding your supports in your life, whether it's people, whether it's a job, whether it's your home. You've leaned into your intuition. You've spent this time, this cancer season, if you've been doing what I've been sharing with you, you've been taking care of yourself, you've been getting quiet, you've been tuning in, you've been journaling, you've been meditating, you've been doing all that stuff. You've leaned into your intuition, you've gotten clear on your dreams. So now take the hard work, take the dreams, and start to take action with Mars and Leo. That's really what this is about. What's also interesting is that Mars is in a trine with Jupiter and Jupiter always brings us blessings. Jupiter always makes things a little bit easier. Jupiter always is like, we call him the Santa Claus of the Zodiac. No one's unhappy to see Santa Claus, right? We all like free presents. So, um, Let Jupiter help you make it easy. Let Jupiter soften the path. Let Jupiter bring in the blessings, gift the abundance, allow yourself to receive. That's a really important part of this work right now. Um, And Jupiter's also in play with Neptune. So this whole year, Jupiter and Neptune are in this dance of squaring one another, and three times they square perfectly, but they're always in this loose square playing back and forth. And so because they are also in this square, you know, the Neptune square Jupiter all year is asking us to get clear on the dream. Is this still my dream? Is it not my dream? Um, am I working toward the right thing? It has it shifted. Is there, um, you know, someone or something in my life that I've put faith into that maybe I shouldn't have? Am I learning to have faith in myself? Those are the questions that come up with Jupiter square, um, Neptune. And so that's part of this as well. Um, because Mars is trying to Jupiter and Neptune is squaring Jupiter and Jupiter is talking to both of them and they're in the yard. So they're all these planets are talking together and they're all talking for you to move toward that action. Okay. So what is that action that you're taking? Get really clear on whatever that action is that you're taking um, this week and through August 5th. And mind you, Jupiter, um, Mercury will go direct on July 31st. So come Wednesday of next week, we will have Mars, uh, starting to move forward. And yes, he'll be, um, making his way out of the hole. So of course he goes backwards deep into cancer and we've already covered those steps. He's going to cover them again. So he's going to do his third pass through those, those last degrees of cancer and the beginning degrees of Leo. So you might still have messages coming up. You might still have, um, residual emotions from eclipse season coming up. It's again, this isn't because Mercury is retrograde and because eclipses are so intense and can be felt for, I think eclipses in a strong way are felt a month leading up and a month after. Um, but eclipses set the stage for the next six months of your life. So what did you learn? Um, what messages did you receive? What messages are still coming in and what action are you going to take because of that information that you've gleaned over the past two eclipses? I also think what's interesting with this Mercury retrograde is that It's giving us perspective, a new perspective. Because whenever Mercury is retrograde, it means the mind is seeing something from a new perspective. We're not seeing it the same old way that we normally look at things. So you might be approaching taking action in a totally new way that you haven't done it before. And lean into that. If you're feeling innovative, if you're feeling like, this is a little different, but I want to try it, give it a whirl, give it a go. Um, Okay, so we talked a lot about what's going on this week. Um, and then come the weekend, Venus is going to join the sun in Leo. That's going to happen late on Saturday night. And then on Sunday, the moon is going to try and Chiron. So Sunday is going to be a great day to do some healing work because the moon trying Chiron is always a time to do some healing work. Um, but we're also going to have a really long void of course, moon on Sunday. It's not going to be a great day to initiate. It's not going to be a great day to do too much, um, you know, stuff that you wouldn't normally do. I always say moon of moon void, of course, is a great day to do the laundry and meditate and go to yoga and get a workout in and, you know, do the basic things that you always do around the house. Um, so that's what's going on the other day that we only have two days with long void moons this week, and that's Wednesday and Sunday. I'm interested to see what happens on Wednesday with the Mueller, um, testimony. Generally, when void moons occur, um, not too much comes of whatever we've initiated that day. So it will be interesting to see what comes up on Wednesday. Um, And, you know, it's a good thing and a bad thing. If you've got someone that's suing you, you might want to go to court on a void moon. If you've got someone that you want to get the truth out of and you're rooting for, for, if you're rooting for Mueller to expose something, it might not be a great day, but let's see. We never know. And I recently have, um, unexpectedly done a lot of things in the void moon that I didn't want to, but they just had to happen. And I've, um, been surprisingly, um, pleased with the outcome of doing things on the void moon so i think it really depends on you it depends on your energy and it depends on the intention that you bring with it and again don't let the astrology scare you let it just be something that informs you and help you make the right decisions to move your life forward and i think if you go in with um really positive intentions on whatever you're working with and you're really clear with what you want from the situation then the void moon um your, your energy and your intention is, is, is stronger than that, that pull of the void moon because basically the void moon just means that nothing's happening. The moon's not talking to any of the other planets. It doesn't mean the other planets aren't talking to each other. And they have an equal, if not um, stronger, pull on us from time to time. Um, so that's the info for the week. I am going to be posting, let's see... I'm gonna be posting a new moon, next week is the new moon, so I'll have a new moon um, broadcast for my Patreon members. If you don't know about Patreon, I have a membership. It's the Essential Astrology Membership on Patreon, patreon.com. And um, you can look up patreon.com slash Veronica Peretti and you'll see there that you can join. And I have two tiers of membership. And with those two tiers of membership, you get additional broadcasts. For um, $25 a month, you'll get a new moon and a full moon broadcast every month in addition to these weekly broadcasts. So I go much deeper into the meaning of the new moon and the full moon, and you can start to set your intention with the lunar cycle. And if you are really interested in astrology and you really want to go deep with helping um, manifesting things in your life with the help of the planets, the best way to do that is to start to really dive in with the moon cycle. And that's what we get to do in the, in the Patreon group. So I'd love to have you there. And if you do want readings, I'm booking for August now. So if you do want a reading um, head over to my site, veronicapreddy.com slash astrology, and you can book for August. Okay. Have a wonderful week. Feel free to leave comments or questions and I'll get back to them soon. And if you're listening on the podcast, I recommend that you go rate and review if you like the show. And if you don't, don't worry about it. All right. Lots of love guys. Have a great week.